0: Welcome to the Health Ranger Show. I'm your host, Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, editor of naturalnews.com. And today we're joined by John Rulak, the CEO and founder of a company that you probably already know about, if not, you should know about them, Nutiva. Hey John, thanks for joining us today. Good morning Mike, uh, good to be here. Well, Just for those listening who may not be familiar with the company, let me give them a brief. Nutiva makes uh, hemp protein powders, hemp shake products, you have
1: really great coconut oil. And I mean, don't forget our shelled hemp seeds. Shelled our hemp, hemp, hemp seeds. What, anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, yeah, hemp oil, hemp, hemp seeds, hemp protein powder, uh, and uh, organic extra virgin coconut oil. Now, people listening
0: might realize there are many sources to choose from in the marketplace, but. One reason I've always admired your company is because you have such integrity and ethics in your, your big-picture planning. you Can you give us an idea of some of the things that you do globally to support sustainable farming and fair yeah. trade and
1: things yeah. like that? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Well, it's been kind of a personal journey the last 25 years to learn more about health and sustainability. And uh, back 25 years ago... You know, not that many people in society were that focused on that. And it's great to see finally more people are starting to look at this. So, one of the things that we do is we give uh, right off the top the thing that I'm probably most proud about is 1% of our sales to nonprofit groups promoting sustainable agriculture. So, in 2007, we gave away $75,000. That's
0: 1% of sales, not not of profits. profits. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so, like, for instance, we support planting fruit trees at schools uh, all over California. And I was, it's called a common vision, and matter of fact, I just got a, uh, a report back, one of the schools they went to, where the kids, they had, they planted uh, peach trees two years ago, and now they had 150 peaches, and these kids had never had a fresh uh, uh, peach before, <laughs> oh, Wow! you know, and now Great. they're going to plant, like doing sub subtri- you know, like bananas and other unusual fruits, so uh, we also give money to groups who are like watchdog groups who are working to try to protect the uh, integrity of organics. So, so those are some of the things that we do, and, and uh, we're also uh, working uh, with Fair Trade. Many of our products, like in our, our hemp shake, has Fair Trade chocolate in it, uh-huh. so workers get paid an additional... Uh, premium as part of the fair trade and the farmers get a floor price instead of like well it's high today and tomorrow there's a glut well sorry we're gonna pay you way less this yeah. gives them gives them things and so that's part of uh, you know fair trade organics and but like any company in, in today we're not truly really sustainable it's it's we're moving towards that because you know we're still using a lot of resources and oil and petroleum to ship our products and those are those are some of the challenges when you care about the environment and you're running a company but you're
0: always looking for ways to reduce the <laughs> (laughs) For example, I remember last year talking to you, you were even uh, eliminating the scoops in some of the products just to not use that plastic over and over. Exactly.
1: We got rid of the scoops. And then one of the things we're introducing here at the show is bulk pack. Um, uh... hemp protein powder and hemp seeds so for instance people buy our hemp protein powder which is the number one selling hemp protein powder in the u.s. for uh... with a jar and a lid and all this now we've come out with a three pound vacuum so you can see much less plastic uh... and so less packaging and our goal is actually to make this out of at some point out of a cellulose product that can compost it so there would be no petroleum use well,
0: this is minimal packaging. Exactly, I mean, this is about as small as you can get, yes. and still contain the product. Yeah,
1: yeah, and many of our competitors sell it in like a in a in a, a five uh, in like a five pound uh, tub, but then there's a lid and there's a handle and all that plastic. And what do they do with it when they throw with it? They throw it in the landfill, yeah. but you know, of course, now are the landfills you know near nice pristine area or area where they're near where the poor people live, right? Exactly. That's where they right. put it, where the poor people, and they suffer on that. So it's like, you know, uh, the amount of trash America produces is, is a lot. So we're trying to trying to do our our little part. Do you find there is increasing
0: awareness about the health benefits of hemp products? I mean, it's only been legal in the U.S. for what 10 years now.
1: Yeah, the, the, uh, well, it's, it's always been legal, but they tried to make it illegal about four or five years, but the, the modern hemp food industry really started in the late 90s, and more and more people are starting to learn about hemp because of its omega-3 balance, uh, the, uh, the high in protein, and also what what's a lot of people don't understand about hemp always is it's really rich in magnesium, zinc, and iron, and these are the three minerals, master minerals, especially magnesium is involved in 300 biochemical processes, yeah. and two tablespoons of hemp seeds or hemp protein protein, 48% RDI, recommended daily intake, of magnesium. And because of the modern diet, most Americans just do not get enough magnesium
0: do you find it odd that American farmers are still not allowed to legally grow hemp even yeah though it's being consumed all across America
1: exactly you can you can we can wear it we can grow you know we can eat it we can import it we can buy and sell it but we can't grow it but interestingly if you go to Australia you can grow it you you know but you can't import it <laughs> no. you can't eat it you can't eat it you can grow hemp but you can't you can't eat it in America you can eat it but you can't grow it but
0: in Canada you can grow it and eat it and wear it yes well I like but to it's...
1: say you have to you have to live in a democracy to grow you know to, to where you can grow hemp. You know, you can do it in England. Even in communist countries like China, you can do it.
0: Well, in Cuba, they of course they grow and eat hemp all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I don't know. If enough, I don't, I actually, I don't know if they, they they grow hemp down there, but they could. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, but but it's one of these things that's health and sustainable crop. But there's a lot a, a lot of momentum opposed to hemp. You know, in terms of the power structure in, in America. So my I've been involved in hemp since 1995. Uh-huh. In 1995, I predicted we would be growing hemp in America in 2001. Oh
0: no! <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so one of the reasons why I got into involving in, uh, in in working with hemp foods was to create a market for Canadian farmers. We want the Canadian farmers to be successful growing it, so eventually American farmers will go. Let's do this. So, well,
0: that's a good trend. I'm really glad you're at the leading edge of this effort. To try to get hemp legalized as as a crop in this country. And for those listening, it's very different from,
1: you know, high THC marijuana. I mean, growing hemp for hemp seeds is a completely different species of hemp. Exactly, it's less than 0.3 uh, percent THC versus mar- uh, mar- marijuana, which would be five or 10 percent THC. And essentially, if you smoke the leaves of hemp or the flowers, you get a headache. There's no drug quality; it's legal in every industrialized country except for America. But the exciting thing is, is there's lots of new products out utilizing, uh, you know, utilizing this hemp seed. And and uh, you know, there's a, there's a company right near here, French Meadow Bakery. They have hemp bread. They have uh, oh, hemp yeah. tortillas, hemp brownies. A little play, a little fun there on, on that one. And, and one of the biggest, one of the biggest publicly traded companies just came out with a, a hemp milk. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Hain Celestial, and and one of my the one of the best selling hemp milks right now is uh, Living Harvest. Uh, one of our one of our friends and, and also competitors in the in the hemp food industry, and that product has been selling really well. So you know you're seeing it more value added products, which is really good. And we have a lot of interesting ideas to do to do with some products also.
0: And You also go to great lengths. You travel around the world to find the best sources for some of your products. You were telling me a story earlier about your coconut oil and what you found. Can right. You share a little bit of that. Yes,
1: yeah. In uh, uh, in in. December, uh, I went. I traveled to the Philippines and also Sri Lanka. And, and uh, <clears throat> Sri Lanka is the land uh, we call the land of coconuts. There's more. Uh, there's more uh, coconuts in the Philippines and Sri Lanka, almost in any place in the world. And so uh, this is a this is a new product that I source in the Philippines, and it's a uh, it's a centrifuge process where it's uh, essentially they make they uh, they make milk, make coconut milk, and then they spin it to separate the the water and the the oil so and it's got a very nice uh, light aroma so they don't need to use any chemical in fact i'm going to let you dr- solvents or exactly like yeah that. you can you can smell that Oh wow! Yeah. Now we have that's we currently crazy. have an expeller press product, which I also visited the factory, and that's more of a, a where they they dry the coconut meat and then press it. But this is a wet process, and it's a little a less refined. And we've been getting a lot of good feedback uh, from people who are looking for for the um, a totally raw, least processed uh, extra virgin coconut oil. Also, the other thing I'm excited about uh, in this, and this this by the way, being produced on the southern island. In the Philippines of Mindanao, and Mindanao is really the home of coconuts in the whole world. There's more coconuts there. And there's also seems to be a lot of terrorists too. A little some terrorists there in Sri Lanka too. So it seems like where there's coconuts, it seems like there's some there's some uh, little <laughs> warfare going on. So actually, I was I was traveling one place to go look at coconut sugar, which is another product that people are starting to talk about. Uh, and just down the street, someone had uh, had uh, one of their it's a sad sad tale. One of their one of their relatives had been shot by a rebel the week before. Oh my. And so I was like right there and you know had to just experience that and you know so so
0: what you're saying John is you're putting your life at risk to bring the best products to consumers in North America (laughs) you
1: you can say that but I'm on adventure you know I was like going to go I'm going to go all the way down the Philippines and I'm not going to go to where they're growing coconuts because because they say well you know maybe it's a little a little a little dangerous but but uh you know i was with uh i was basically on behalf working with the philippine government and i had a driver there and everything
0: all right you're listening to an interview with john rulak the founder of nutiva that's n-u-t-i-v-a you can find them online at nutiva.com and be sure to check out the transcript of this full interview at www.naturalnews.com
1: you're listening to the health Rangers show and we'll be right back after this break